0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's hodgepodge time.
1: Alright, welcome to the Hodgepodge Podcast. Today is Tuesday, so you know what that means, another episode. So we've had B-Team Eric, the tattoo guy, the guy that got the tattoo of Bobby Bones. Now today we got B-Team Robin. So she's going to be on here in just a few seconds, I'm going to get her on the line here um, until I finish this um, little introduction, and she's going to talk why she loves Bobby Bones and you're gonna also hear again why I like Bobby Bones, how we how we just the B team, this is the that's the Bobby Bones fan club, just how they get together and how we just click all at once. So you're gonna hear why she's cooler than me, why I think she's cooler than me, on Twitter. And on Instagram. And you're gonna hear the first time she ever heard Bobby Bones, what she thought of it. The first time I ever heard Bobby Bones. You probably know it if you've read my book, but away from the fact this is my show, I can talk about what I want to, so coming up right now, after this little, I'm going to play a little music thing here, but right after this, it's going to be Robin, hey, with a Y, Show is really about. Um, I started it because obviously I wanted to get into radio, so I was like, oh, I need something to you know help me mat- more get more mature and and, and and more ingenuity into the radio thing. So I was like, I'll start a podcast. Um, so yeah, at first it was going to be just a music thing, um, it was going to be like an oh. ind- independent artist. Can like- we talk about
0: this on your podcast?
1: Yes, um, so I've Do had, I mean, you want me to ask you about this on this
0: podcast? Has anybody asked you about
1: it? Uh, I'm, as, I'm actually recording now, so you can ask whatever you want. Oh, okay.
0: So, yeah,
1: that's, cool. that's, that's well, really... Then, uh, that's really how okay. it started, yeah. Well, we're
0: fine. That's the only way to do it is to do it.
1: Right, and then it just progressed from here, and then I was like, you know what? I started um, private messaging Bobby back and forth, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do this podcast thing about the B team um, and I said it's gonna have episodes and I said um, you know we're gonna do it we're gonna do it and so it was like right on so,
0: so we're doing it's in the DM's I was right no, he actually,
1: actually he dropped into mine not sexually or nothing like that he dropped into mine actually how that happened was how that happened was he um, he was on Instagram and he put on his story he said I need someone to help me fix the Wikipedia sites he said because these are from like. Oh um,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. These it was are from so outdated.
1: Right, he was like, "These are from like four or five years ago." I'm I'm pretty smarty at the tech stuff, so I was like, "Shoot, I'll do it," you know. And I did, and I, I tweeted, yeah. it, and he uh, uh, went my like, private message me and said, "Dude, appreciate it." Um, blah blah blah. If you could just get these for me, and then it's really progressed from there. Um, and we've been chatting back and forth, and it hadn't hasn't really been anything. But what I got from it, what was cool was. Um, i was listening back and forth and he said um cool dude i'm taking notes be aware and i was like taking notes what does that even mean so he's
0: always taking notes he's always listening to everything like right. he reads everything on the internet right. Dude, is a freak listen
1: l- l- <laughs> right let me let me tell you the weird thing so i i um so it was yesterday uh, i was uh it's only weird
0: until it's
1: normal <laughs> right right but, th- but th- this is what was kind of like what the heck? And so I was on I I, I did an Instagram story. And you know how you can slide up and see who looked at it. And so I looked uh-huh. and it says Mike Destro, Mike D from the Bible show looked at it. And I was like, well that's kind of strange because one, he doesn't follow me, and two, I didn't tag him. So maybe that's kind can of their way. You know, maybe that's their way of saying, "Hey, go check up on this guy." You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well, what, Morgan is uh, I almost said web girl Morgan. I'm on Twitter so much but sometimes I'm just like right. identifying people as their Twitter. Handle.
1: Right.
0: Right. <laughs> um. So Morgan is an excellent stalker, I right hear. So
1: which one? I'm More sure
0: that. Oh, Morgan number two, web girl okay. Morgan. Okay. Okay. Man, uh, this morning she brought some good message. She said, uh. With Dolly Parton, keep going. Right, I seen that. You do you. Keep keep believe in what you believe in, and don't take no. And I think that's the prime example of what you're doing right now. Is that if you want to do something, just do it. Right. You know, Uh, like the whole reason I even started listening to the show is that I was just what? Oh my gosh! Like I don't really have a lot of friends where I live at, and i don't know if it's not that i I, i'm not good at interpersonal relationships like my family life is kind of weird um but it's good to still have family because at the end of the day like this whole situation that's going on with my baby cousin she was diagnosed with a brain tumor this past weekend and in times like this families no matter what, it seems like they can just work it out and get together and be there for the one who's in need. Yeah. So I'm really grateful to be able to have that because I've never claimed that like I have a family. Um, so being part of a B team is just so refreshing right. because it's people that you don't know but we're united with a common goal of pimp and joy sure. and it doesn't have to be about religion or politics or anything like that. It's just all about love and how you choose to express it. Right. And right. so, like, God uses the weak to lead the strong, and sometimes all we need is just somebody to tell us that we can do it or that I'm here for you. And they don't necessarily have to be your family or really even your friend. And I just love the B-Team. How long have you been listening to the show? Uh,
1: I've been listening four years maybe three and a half
0: four what about you yeah probably about the same time okay. <laughs> I'm sorry right. probably about the same time as me it sounds like I started listening and then I was like wow if I'm ever going to date Bobby I know too much about him I should stop listening <laughs> to the show
1: right so funny, so go ahead you're, you're way cooler than me on Twitter because I um I have like Usually before I <clears throat> interview anyone, I usually uh, go on their profile and I stalk them a little bit. I don't know what it is, it's just so I know a, a little bit about them. And so I was looking at your yeah, followers. Please. You you've got two people that are really cool to follow. You got producer Eddie from By Bones following you, and you also got Cody Allen from uh, CMT following you. So you're 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 way cooler than I am. Well,
0: let's not
1: forget Andy Lassner, the producer of the Ellen Show. Uh, see. I didn't know. I don't watch Ellen. I don't know who that is. So.
0: <laughs> um, Andy Rouser is the dude who always gets scared, like, every year around Halloween time or something, and Ellen, it's her executive producer, okay. but I I honestly, I love Ellen, I just mm-hmm. don't sit down in front of anything and watch any show ever, like, I hardly watch TV at all. Right. I'm constantly, I don't know, doing something else besides sitting down, Right. um, This past weekend was an absolute blessing and the best part about it is I didn't have anything to do with it. I just shut it up and took some pictures. Um, Ultimate Connections is like the name of my um, social media marketing, uh, networking. I don't know what I really do, but I do it and I pretend to do it and you fake it until you make it. And so I'm an event photographer, so I shoot a lot of events. I love capturing memories. I don't do baby announcements or weddings. I don't know, well, I'm not into that. But uh, I went and so Hurricane Harvey was this past year, just coming up on a year anniversary. And so some really amazing organizations teamed up to bring together this Breach, uh, Rescue and Restore distribution at Claiborne Park in Fyther, Texas, which is in Orange County. And we're close to the Louisiana border, yeah. so <laughs> showed up, and there were cars lined up for about five miles already, um, and people were getting in line at like 8.30 the previous night. We were able to help 6,000 families, but it was through Team Music as Love. That's Martina McBride's uh, nonprofit organization. Okay. One Gin Away. Feed America First, they were all out there, and they partnered with local organizations to bring, it was so amazing. You'll have to go and look at the the Facebook page, I have all the pictures there. Okay. Um, At ULT Connect, C-O-N-N-E-C-T, but it was like huge mounds of onions, potatoes, watermelon, all this stuff, and just people were so grateful and thankful. And so, uh, people will have to check out Team Music is Love well because sure. they're really doing some work with One Gen Away. Um, yeah. So, how to Harvey? Team <laughs> up with people that do good. And that, I mean, like the right. b Team really stepped up during Harvey and they, I mean, that was Pimpin' Joy Week, or Joy Week, right, during right. the storm last year. And, uh... I mean, this is your podcast,
1: dude. you want to talk? <laughs> I mean, that's what we're here for, is for you. You're the guest, so you can talk about whatever you want to. But uh, I want to ask you a question. So, Go
0: ahead.
1: When was the... We've obviously listen, started listening three, three and a half, four years ago. So have you ever met any other the show? Any, any, any person from the uh,
0: show? Yeah, I met... I saw like the uh, I Heart Country Fest. Okay. I went up there, saw myself. I go to everything by myself. Sure, same here. Same um, here. <laughs> so I went to Raging Idiots when they came to Vermont. Right. I wasn't going to go, but the day of, I was like, I came across a ticket, and I was like, all right, we'll and they, I'll go. And they are so and, uh They are good. I had so much fun. And I'm, not, and, and I'm not
1: just saying that because it's Bobby Bones, but I'm saying it because... Anyone can. Oh, enjoy Bobby it News. They, What they do you mean? Any, it's the Raging Idiot. Right. They, they <laughs> sing any song anybody knows. So, I mean, you're not going to have fun, then you, you, then you don't have fun. I mean, you know what I mean? But, but go ahead.
0: I completely agree. I completely agree with that. People want to show up to concerts and sing songs that they know. Sure. And, and part of that is just that collective energy of everybody singing together and having a good time. Right a lot of artists will want to play their new record and stuff.
1: That's boring. And I don't know those songs. I'm sorry, what was that? I said that's That's boring for bands or musicians to play the new album. We don't know none of those songs. We want to hear the hits. Oh
0: my gosh, yes. Especially when it's like an
1: older artist, you know, and you're like, Okay, we want to hear the hits, man. Right. There, there was um, um, I, w- I went to a concert one time and I'm... I'm a big Justin Moore fan. That's probably, as of right now, that's probably my favorite country music artist in this, in 2018, whichever year we're in. Um, So I went to see um, Miranda Lambert and Justin Moore were up here at the Coliseum about 45 minutes to an hour away from me. And so I went there and I believe that if you have an opener that is 10 times better than you, then you shouldn't be doing what you're doing because obviously you don't know how to, program it and manage it and for me Justin Moore blew her out of the water um, I was totally exhausted the time Miranda Lambert came on and I'm, I'm not even a fan of Miranda Lambert that much but I just went for the Justin Moore thing and to me that was that was fantastic and I mean I so I mean I don't really know where I was going there but I just because you said well I mean you were talking about that's exactly what Bobby does
0: with all of his artists right. he wants to- <laughs> He he brings on people that are way more talented than him, and so then they already feel like they got their money's worth. So sure. then Bobby gets out there and he bombs, and hey, guess what? They still had a good time. Sure. All uh, right, good story about Miranda Lambert. So KYKR, Ticker 95.1, is our local station here in Beaumont, County, mm-hmm. Texas. Mm-hmm. And I wanted a Miranda Lambert ticket. Okay. So I went, and I'm really good at getting something that I got for free and making the best and the most out of it, Mm -hmm. just pimp and Joy before pimp and Joy with pimp and Joy, and it's all about how you treat people and Mm -hmm. how you show love brothers, and sometimes God is just good and cool stuff happens. Mm -hmm. Well, I worked my way from like really terrible seats all the way down to the bottom of the front row, Mm -hmm. and I ended up seeing Katherine Heigl when she was a uh, date, or I don't know if she's married to uh, Eric Church. And Eric Church was opening for Miranda in Beaumont. So she walked off, and I like had a bunch of people, a bunch of people were trying to take her picture. I said, hey guys, you know, like Catherine's just here to see her hus- husband, boyfriend. And why don't you guys just not take any pictures? And she was like, thank you so much. Miranda would kick my ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because when you right. go to a show and it's like Catherine, she wanted it all to be about Miranda and Eric, not about her. Right. And uh, then after the show, I just jammed out hard. Miranda put on like a pretty good rock and roll set. True. I liked it. True. And uh, and her drummer came up to me after the show and handed me his drumstick.
1: Right. And I was
0: like, this is for rocking out the whole show. And that was right. before I even had boobs. And was, <laughs> you know, only like a moderate... You know, like I'm not. What is he call it? A, a lake bloomer okay. or something? Like an okay. ugly duckling? all right <laughs> so, I, I got you. I got you.
1: But I
0: don't know. My mind's all over the place right
1: now. Yeah. So you
0: know, when when tragedy strikes, you're yeah. just like, uh. Right. Okay. Right.
1: I got
0: you. So but, uh, Harvey prepared me for everything that I'm
1: going to be able to oh, do yeah. So. Oh, yeah. So, you met Mike D at the <laughs> festival. How was he?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I just said, what up? I think he was with his new girl that okay, okay. he is dating now. And, you know, I just said, hey, what's up? You know, I didn't want to, like, I'm not a fangirl. I'm really not. Right. I don't have. So, when Bonnie came to Beaumont. Okay, wait, Mike D. So, <laughs> talking to Mike D over the phone, because I would always call in and, right. um, right. yeah, just comment on my, like, usually it was when they were trying to, like, get Bobby to drink. Like, why? Yeah. The alcohol is a drug. It ruined my family more than once. Like, boo, alcohol. Yeah. So, I just was like, hey, what up, Mike D? And, uh, and then I basically, Eddie is my brother from another mother. uh uh-huh. And so, I just feel like I know them already. Right. And I think that's the only one of them I've met. I mean, I did meet Bobby accidentally. It's so funny. I was on my way to the bathroom, and he was watching Lindsay, which she is an amazingly talented oh my God, yes. performer it's and artist. Crazy. What? What? Now I know why he was in lo- Like <laughs> I don't know. I can't say that he was in love with her, but I just know that. He's in love with music. Bobby is in love with music,
1: right.
0: <laughs> and so the way that she can make love to that guitar—that's what <laughs> was really good for them. Like that's what brought them together,
1: I think. Right. So, um,
0: uh,
1: but uh, go ahead. Uh, no, I was gonna—I was gonna, gonna tell you my um, my run-in with one of the first ever people I met. Uh, For the show was Eddie, so they were the Raging Idiots were were performing, um, and listeners probably have already heard this story, but I don't care. It's my show. I talk what I want, say what I want. So they were um, there was a little trailer, it was like an iHeart trailer, like it wasn't, it was bigger than a camper maybe, and I was standing out, and there was nobody there yet, so I was standing out outside of the gate thing, and um, Eddie comes out. Eddie comes out with the big bodyguard guy, and he uh, takes him over to a table where where a family was sitting. And I was thinking, oh crap, that's Eddie. You know that was cool. Um, he's he's gonna meet them and go back.
0: Eddie has a bodyguard.
1: I don't know if it was I don't know if it was Eddie's bodyguard, if it was just for the the, 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 the venue place. Um oh, but, okay. right, so he goes over to the table with the family, and I'm thinking he's gonna meet them and go back to the trailer thing. Well, to my surprise, the 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 guy left that brought Eddie over there, and he stayed, and so I met him, and that was one of the he um, was one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Um, I, I feel bad now because they talk all the time because they say, you know, every time we're every time we meet a fan, they always ask, "Where's Bobby?" and I, I sadly was one of those people that met him uh, that that asked that. <laughs> so <laughs> that was like what. Three years ago, maybe. So I think that was way too. The... Do what now?
0: Bobby knew. Oh right.
1: Okay. Okay. I see what you did there. I see what you did there.
0: Oh, I'm so, a Joker.
1: Right. And so I was like, "Oh man, I felt so bad," but then I got over it pretty soon because I didn't really care. Because how are they going to remember me next time they see me in the store? You know what I mean? And they're not going to remember who I am. Oh. Who I am? Or so, will they? Or
0: will they? Or
1: will they? So. I I, I, I because pulled,
0: Bobby knows like everyone on the B teamers' name.
1: I know. I know. Trust me, I know. It was it's, it's kind of a weird story. Um so
0: But Eddie is not Bobby,
1: so Right. So it's kind of a weird story since you said that Bobby knows all the B teamers' names. You're not going to believe this. I couldn't believe it when it happened. So I met Bobby the first time, blah, blah, blah. I met him again in up here in Jackson, Mississippi. He was performing, and I, um, Lindsay L. was with him. This was when they were dating. I think this was this may have been a month or two before they broke up. So it was right at the end of their relationship. So Bobby comes out, and I have a um, – I, I, I got some shirts made that had my uh, my logo and stuff on it. and So um, I brought Bobby a shirt, and I was like, so, man – I do a podcast, it's because of you, blah, 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 do you mind holding the shirt up and taking a picture with it, with me? He goes, nah, no problem. So we take the picture, and I go to leave, and he goes, hey, dude, make sure to talk about me. And I was like, uh, dude, no problem, this is what it's about. It's all about you. And so I go to leave. He goes, hey, hey, come back here. So he calls me back to the to the merchandise table where he was signing the autographs, and he tells the bodyguard, he goes, Hey, give me just a second. Takes me behind the merchandise table. They had, like, a, like a sheet thing, and uh, he took me behind there, and he was like... Well,
0: well, well it takes you behind the sheet thing. Oh, what? You know
1: how they have, like, a merchandise table, and they have, like, a white sheet thing or, or something covering the back? Like, I'm just uh, joking with you, dude. Okay, you don't okay. understand? Give me a hard time. <laughs> okay, okay.
0: Um, yes, yes, I know
1: what you're saying. Okay, so... Um, he took me back there and he gave me a uh, pump talk about how um, he knows what I'm talking about because I tweet him every time I upload one. I'm like, thank you, at Mr. Value Bones, blah, blah, blah. So he kind of knew who I was because he called me by my name. And He goes, I know what you're doing, Dylan. Well, see, I never mentioned my name beforehand when I talked to him before. So it's just a little funny story there, um, how he know, remembers B Teamers' names.
0: I think that that's what I don't know how he does it his brain is magic
1: right
0: and it's kind of scary a little bit you mm-hmm. know, like how how much he is able to process and it makes me worry about him sometimes mm-hmm. so when people you know the, the first time that Bobby even came to Belmont, I didn't even need him uh, I climbed the building though and I was like, oh, you know, for sure he's not gonna come out. Well, I tried to get backstage, I, and right. I knew the city, uh, the city people that were putting it on, so they were giving me a hard time. But I got backstage, and the guy was like, come on, girl. Yeah. So I'm just like sitting in the back row watching, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna see what's up on the back alley of this place. So, climb the building. No big deal. Well, as soon. I had waited, and then he came out, met everyone, and left, and I was like, you know what, that was a blessing because, um, I didn't want to meet with everybody else, I didn't want to be, I don't know, that was such a thing for me to mm-hmm. be able to watch the show is that, I like Bobby as a dude, mm-hmm. I think the show is awesome, and I love getting that energy from all the V Team, but. Even the second time when I saw him, at, when Lindsey was playing, I, the very first thing I said to him was, hey, how much is this random point that I found on the ground worth? And he was like, I don't know, and he walked away. <laughs> and the more I learned about him, the less he says, the more nervous and intimidated like he is. Right. And so even though he has all this confidence on the radio, you can do one-on-one. And
1: he's like, uh, 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 uh. stutters like. And yeah.
0: I. Yeah.
1: Hey, I don't know about you, but um, it depends on when you're listening to this because these last forever. Um, I was. um Bobby just announced probably a couple of weeks ago that he was staying in radio, which for a while there, I thought he was leaving and I was getting nervous. Like I, it was, you know, I I suffer from I got a different kind of anxiety disorder. It was it was. Um, diagnosed by like a psychiatrist and stuff, and so every day I would listen, my anxiety would grow and grow and grow and grow and grow, and grow when he would say, I don't, still don't know what I'm Aww. doing yet. So I was always thinking he was leaving, and I was like, you know, what am I going to do? Because, you know, I build my schedule. <laughs> my Monday through Friday, my schedule was built around the show. Like, um, I don't do anything until the show was available to download on on the apple podcast so i'll download it that's when i will you know sweep the floors um, wash the dishes take a shower i mean it's all built i have my schedule built in and when they were on uh they were on a vacation last week i didn't know what i was going to do <laughs> i was like i don't know what
0: I'm gonna i do. know man <laughs> it was it was it was weird i listen to the show every day because bobby doesn't talk on the phone he talks through the radio so it's uh and he doesn't really talk in person either. So that's kind of one of the interesting things about him is that uh, whoever ends up with him better realize that whatever issues that you have or anything that's going on between you or if you're his friend, like he talks about it on the air. Like Kelly was being kind of weird about the video game situation. Uh Like I listen every single day. And when I can't listen, I'm kind of annoyed. Right. Uh, but, you know, then, but I go on about my life in the mornings and listen to at nine o'clock. I don't listen after that, really, because I turn on my Bible uh, podcast and I listen to praise and worship in between commercials. Sorry, not sorry. And, you know, I get my morning routine that usually is a drag out of the way uh, with the show playing in the background. So sure. I can. I can understand that. Is it because he wouldn't get the tattoo that you were like, oh, he's not nailing it down because he hasn't got the microphone no, tattoo? It, it wasn't
1: the fact that the tattoo was because he would come on and he would say, I don't know what I'm doing yet. You know, because he, he was always getting these offers like he did American Idol, and it was, it was like once he got American Idol, everything that he was wanting was falling into place. He was getting more interviews and stuff for different kind of shows or whatever it was, and he just didn't. You know, wasn't sure if he was going to come back to the show. That's, it wasn't really the tattoo part. I care less if he gets a tattoo. It was just that he signed a new deal. You know, I mean, I know that was a lot of words on play, but.
0: Sorry, I had to get out of my car. Uh, I'm definitely like Amy in the fact that I am not near prepared enough for my life. And I do the whole wait till it's empty thing. Sure. And that's the thing is that all of the show, even though everybody is like all about Bobby, right. without them there wouldn't be a show, and Bobby would just be talking to himself.
1: Right. Right.
0: And so that's kind of the I don't know. It's pretty cool As because well. I know that Bobby's a real tree. He's a real tree. <gasps>
1: So as we, as we wind down here, I got a couple more questions and uh, we'll get off here, but first thing I want to okay. thing is I think Bobby is playing it smart. What I mean by that is he brought in lunchbox, created this character of I don't care. It is what it is. It doesn't matter selfishness, but really lunchbox is actually a kind generous person. So I think he's in behind the scenes creating these characters. Uh, like Lunchbox for example like he's creating all these characters and bringing them in now I'm not saying that's what's happening but I, 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 I'm hoping that's what happens because if there's a, there's a really hatred person like Lunchbox I'd hate to run into that guy Did you just say you would hate to run into him? Oh, if, if he was really as hatred as he is, seems to be on the show, yes, I, w- I w- because he says all the time, if I see somebody in a Pippin' and Joy shirt, he said I run the other way. I don't want to run into someone and and, and meet somebody that's going to be hated to their fans. That's the reason they have the job is because the fans listen. So I, I yeah, I don't know if he's really taking it for granted or if it's the character Bobby and Lunchbox created themselves. So that's what I'm trying to process in my head. Is it did they really create it behind the scenes, or if he's really like that? You know what I mean? I, I know that was a lot to process all in, a, all in like a 30
0: seconds. No, and thing. no, I already have an answer to that because I was be discussing question. with a lady who was wearing. Anytime I meet somebody with a V-T shirt, I'm like overly right enthused. Mm-hmm. Like I come out of my clothes almost. And so, this one lady was wearing one of the floating Amy head shirts, uh-huh. and we were talking that, I said, yeah, and thought was going to be next. And she said, well, you know, ever since he had that baby, ever since, and so, even though back in the day that might have been... Um, a game plan kind of behind the scenes, but only people like me and you and legit B-team is really gonna like, wanna process that. Sure. But that baby number one has softened up, Lunchbox. And number two, a lot of it I think maybe is a character, but he does genuinely feel that way about a lot of that stuff. And I think that creating that opposite is what balances that out because there are a lot of people who are like, yeah, lunchbox, you go, dude. Tell them about them male cheerleaders. Right. And uh, and that's what keeps part of that audience. So him, him being able to cry on the air like that and just be vulnerable, and he uh, volunteers with kid power. Right, right. Like, I think he's a little bit more generous and kind than he portrays on the show. That's However, his character is obnoxious. And may or may not be the reason why he's unable to book side events that he was talking about and wanting to go a different direction. Um, you know, they're like, oh, we want somebody from the show, but not lunchbox. Oops.
1: <laughs> I got you. So, um, last, so, quest- last question here. Um, if people does not, do not know who Bobby Bone Show is, what is one word that you would describe them as?
0: What I would describe them as? Just the
1: show in general, or you could, hmm. or, or, or you could, um,
0: uh,
1: hmm. okay. each one. It doesn't I would matter.
0: say friends.
1: Sure,
0: sure. Friends. Because who else is there for you every day? Whether they say this, you know, they gotta go on vacation. Right. But every single day they're there, and who else can you count on every single day to be there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. And sometimes we don't want to talk. We just want to listen. Mm -hmm. And so Bobby does a lot of talking, so I think that's why he, you know, doesn't say a lot sometimes. Because he's just too tired of talking. I get it.
1: I get it. So, Robin, I appreciate you doing this. Um, I'm actually going to put this one up today. Um, I was going to go and... um, try to track some audio for the other ones, but I think I'm just going to go ahead and leave this one how it is and go ahead and upload this one. That way you'll already have your episode up. You don't have to wait a month or two. Oh, well, I appreciate
0: that. I know there was a lot of stumbling and stuff, and it's kind of, you know, difficult. Like, I'm not looking at you in the eyeball, so no, I'm but, sorry about all
1: the... <laughs> no, this is how I do my... I've had two people do a live podcast, like face-to-face. Almost all of them are over the phone. Um, it's just it's just a lot uh, easier than me traveling, you know, because it takes a lot of money to travel to these different states for people.
0: Yeah. So I think this is a great idea, and I need to. I think that uh, chasing your dreams is definitely the definition of what the Body Vaughn show tries to instill in people. And sure. I appreciate you.
1: <laughs> I appreciate you, Robin. Have a good one.
0: See you later, Dylan. Right. Thank you.